Hey, church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my seven-minute almost daily podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in, the stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. Well, we have done a lot of learning about the church over the last 12 months. Some stuff's been exposed, um, not so much of a personal nature, but of as an organizational perspective, a missional perspective. And um, it's good. It's, it's really, really good. It can be painful to have to look in the mirror and realize what you've been doing that you shouldn't be doing, what you're not doing that you should be doing. Did I just say the same thing twice? I may have. I think you know what I meant. Here's a couple things. If you're going to be a part of the post-pandemic church that's going to be different, here are some things that are going to be true about your life. If you're going to be a vibrant part of God's church going forward. And to be honest, what's kind of embarrassing about these things is these are the things that should always have been true about being a part of the church, but they, for some reason or other, have not been as true as they maybe should be. A couple of them, maybe two or three of them, yeah. But All right, so first of all, uh, if you're married, your marriage is going to have to be an honest, maturing, intentional space. Like it, it, it is, if you're married, your marriage is really the critical relationship of your life where Jesus makes a difference. And if your marriage can't stay in good shape, then You really have very little business trying to teach people and lead people through life, which is a whole pile of relationships. (laughs) It's a whole series of relationships. Jesus is teaching us how to love one another above all else. And if we can't love the person that is committed to us and vice versa, then it's going to get, whew. Uh, Friends. You've got to have a few friends that you can call at 2 a.m. That's how you know when you have a good friend. You can call them at 2 a.m. and they're going to answer and then whatever you need, they're going to be there. These are the kind of friends that know you well. You know them well. You can be completely honest um, and they're going to walk with you through whatever it is. You got to have some of those people. It's healthy. It's necessary. Again, it's this sort of relational integrity at the center of what it is to be a healthy church. Because to be a healthy church isn't really to be a healthy organization. To be a healthy church is to be a healthy person and a group of healthy relationships. 
we can we can have the fanciest, bestest, growingest, coolest, uh, funnest church on the planet. And if we're coming apart relationally, it's not a good church. Third, which maybe you'd say it would be first, is uninterrupted learning from Jesus. As a leader, as a, as a critical player, as a valuable member of the church, the people of God reconciled to him in Christ, his commandment to go and make disciples has to be true in your own life. You have to be being discipled by Jesus all the time. Everything you're thinking, everything you're doing, every decision you're making, every hour that you work, every person that you're related to, Jesus has to be speaking into those spaces and you have to be learning more and more every hour of every day how to follow him, how to hear from him, how to obey him. That's our whole, that's our whole life. We are first and foremost disciples of Jesus. And then we're trying to help others become disciples of Jesus. How, how do you help someone become a race car driver if you've never been a race car driver? How do you help someone uh, become um, a good businessman if you've never been a good businessman? How do you help someone become a good mother if you've never been a good mother? How do you help someone, right? The way to help others become disciples of Christ is to be one yourself, and to be a leader means to be one in spades. Uh, fourth, you need some leaders in your life that are uh, have been around the block a few times, blocks that you haven't been around. They need to be a few steps ahead of you. You've got to humbly put yourself in a setting with other people that can teach you something and that you're willing to learn from, that have some maturity that you don't. And you give them room and you defer to what they are suggesting that you need to do or not do and you follow their lead. You need some of those in your life. And the last thing, and I'll go into this more in the next podcast, to be engaged in tomorrow's church, the church of the future, is to realize that it is a new church. It's changing. It isn't what it used to be. And we've got to accept that and move forward. 